Hello, Illuminated Souls. I'm Brianne Drioni. And I'm Tina Damore. Welcome to Shamans After Dark. Today, we're going to talk about shining our light during the turbulent times we're currently living in. With all that we're facing in the world right now, the pandemic, global climate change, the war in the Ukraine, it's kind of a sense of hopelessness that we're all, I think, struggling with, with just, you know, amount of heavy collective energy that's going on. And, you know, all of this can really make it hard to shine. So, Tina, how can we shine during times that are collectively turbulent? So that's a really good question. I mean, it's a not even a one answer to that question, but I find for myself, and I think, you know, we've talked about this previously, energetic boundaries, especially for highly sensitive people who have a hard time um, navigating the, the turbulent stuff, energetic boundaries are so important. You know, what are energetic boundaries? Uh, you can do a lot of shielding if, if you don't have those tools already. There are books about shielding, um, certainly shamanic tools about sh- shielding that I do teach my clients and my students. But it's really, um, you know, on the physical level, being able to speak your truth, saying no, honoring what your needs are, really being able to tap into what your needs are in the moment, which can be difficult. I think that can be really difficult too. Yeah. I think, you know, that. I think being able to say no is probably one of the, is very empowering when you're able to do it. And also at the same time, one of the hardest things to actually tap into saying, I think sometimes we respond from this place of like, yeah, I think I really want to do this. But in reality, we're like, can I really do this? We haven't really taken a moment to like, can let me sit with this for a minute and see if it's something I should do. You know, am I spreading myself too thin? And I think for a lot of women, we are raised to sort of be people pleasers and to be giving to others and take care of others. And that can be a, a hard thing to learn is that you can say no, and you don't have to worry I mean, I know it's it's hard. You worry about disappointing other people, but you you have to honor yourself. Um, you know, and, and the thing is, is that we are on the spiritual level, we are all one, yet we are also sovereign. So, you know, um, snowflakes, trees, they're all one. They're all speaking to each other. They're communicating, in, uh, but they're a different form and they respect each other's space. So we really need to do that as well. Um, We are all connected, yet we have a right to take up our own sovereign space. So that when we feel our uh, boundaries are being compromised, again, shielding can really help us reinforce those boundaries. But we also need to speak to how we're feeling, speak to how uh, what our needs are or what they're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't need that yeah, right now. Thank you. But no. <laughs> so yeah. So there is an energy field all around us and we need to kind of uh, be caretakers of that on a constant basis. It is, it is a responsibility. So Brie, you actually developed a great shielding technique, uh, creating a sun shield. Can you describe that? Because I think it's pretty fascinating. A sun shield is something that I really like to do because it's fairly easy, um, but it's also feels really good to do. And also we are talking about shining our light. This just felt like a really appropriate Mm. one to, to share. So when you're doing a sun shield, you want to take a moment to kind of just sit. I like it if you can do it during a sunrise or sit outside somewhere or just even take a moment. It can be done anywhere really, but I enjoy being outside when I do it. Mm, Me too. Um, just visualize the sun filling up your energy body. There's no space for anything else like that. You just see it just from the very tips of your toes all the way up. Like you're just sitting in this bubble of 
sunlight that's just filling mm. your whole entire energy body up. Anything that doesn't belong to you, anything that heavy that you're carrying, the sun almost just like burns it up and just whew, transmutes mm. it to light. Like it's just beautifully filling you and kind of clearing out any energetic smudge you may have picked up in your day a little <laughs> bit. And it's so, and you can feel it if you're out, especially out, if you're outside in the sunlight, you can feel the sun on your skin. You can just feel it mm-hmm. warming your body as you're just doing this gentle practice. And of course you can do this practice, even if it's a gray rainy day, like it is today, the sun is always there. Even when it's behind clouds, even when we can't see it, the sun is always shining in the sky. Even if it's nighttime, it's reflecting off the moon, you know, so it's, you can just, it's always available, always available to you. Just you describing this. I'm like, Ooh, I feel nice and warm and fuzzy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's usually how I usually feel really warm and fuzzy. And I just feel like, okay, I can breathe Mm -hmm. a little easier. Um, And you've just given yourself this space and the sun it's such a nurturing, healing energy when you're working with it. It helps us grow and heal. You know, it's just the, the way that it touches yes. the earth, touches us. It's a part of our existence. I mean, we wouldn't be here on this planet if there was no sun, right? That's right. I mean, ancient cultures revered the sun. That's what the solstice is about. Uh, with no sun. Yeah. Nothing. Bring us back out of the dark. <laughs> Come back sun. Right? Uh, <laughs> so it's just a, Yeah, that's why there's so many sun gods. Exactly. In every different cultures, the sun was life. So this is also just a nice reminder too, that when we're in the darkness, that, you know, we're still shining just like the sun, you know, we may not feel it, you know, the, with the proverbial clouds around us, we're having a hard time seeing our way. Um, you know, you can do this practice, just kind of give yourself a little more breathing space and, or if you're doing a transfiguration practice, you know, just tapping back into your light. And can refresh everything. Yes. It really can. Um, and I feel that, um, you know, self-care is so, so essential when you're navigating turbulent times that are collectively turbulent, turbulent, not just internally. Uh, self-care is really essential. Yeah, it's so important. And self-care, you know, is when we are basically making time to take care of ourselves, wherever you're at, whatever's going on, mm. whether if it's, you know, two minutes to stand and look out your office window and just enjoy the view for a moment or step outside mm-hmm. and take a minute to just ah, be um, or taking a bath or just building a time. Self-care doesn't have to mean it's some like dedicated day of just you, right? We build in simple practices, simple things that allow us space to breathe and reconnect with ourselves, and, and taking care of ourselves and our body and our mental health and all of that, you know, where and when we kind of need to. And that's very unique for everyone. It is. It's not just about getting a massage or getting your hair done or getting your nails done. It's really about daily breathers. It's about, um, for myself, I love birds. I always have, and I have a bird feeder. That's part of my routine every day is to go out and feed the birds and watch them for a few minutes and listen to them. Um, That's my time. And so self-care looks different for every single person. Whatever brings you joy, do it. And it could be small, like, you know, it could be a couple of small things yeah. throughout your day to keep you going. And, and right. sometimes it is getting a massage and getting your hair done or your nails true. done and like Very a splurge. Like yes. I, we're not saying that's not, you know, good self-care, right. right? but, you know, having a practice of self-care, whether it's mm-hmm. little things to big things, you want to build in and make right. time for yourself to do that. Cause you know, you matter. It's good to take care of yourself so you can be here to do all the things you want to do. Right. And, and, you know, I think it's important to ask yourself what you need in the moment that's nurturing, caring and restorative, Um, you know, self-soothing, especially when you're anxious or afraid of something or just 
spread too thin, which happens. There's no judgment about what that need is unless it's unhealthy or self-destructive or hurtful to others, of course. Um, whatever that is, I know for myself, I, I'm the type of person that needs to move my body to process things. Um, so I need to go out for a walk or exercise or do yoga frequently. Um, and that helps me, but I mean, it might be very different for you. I know you like to bounce, right? Yep. yep. I have my little mini trampoline and I'll put on some music and I will bounce for like a long time, but also it's as simple as sitting with my dog and rubbing my fingers through his got really silky, Mm. flexible ears. So, and he loves it and I love Mm -hmm. it. So I put it to me. It's very self-soothing. Uh, also, something I used to do as a kid, that I had the blanket with the silky edge, and I'd rub it through my fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And so even doing that now as an adult is completely very self-soothing. You know, mm-hmm. my poor dog, yeah, I rub his ears, and I'm like, yeah, all right, <laughs> breathing, I'm breathing. <laughs> I know, I like to kiss the top of my cat's head, and I don't know if he always appreciates that, because he might be watching birds or something, and I'm like, come here. It's like, mom, this is embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so when you know when we take time to rest or to be or to listen to what we need we have the energy to shine again and we said that in a i think our first episode of the series is just taking that time to breathe and rest rest is so overrated uh, especially in our culture it's so important yeah there's nothing wrong with a nap <laughs> and i think too you know we're just kind of going back to like we are living in very interesting and challenging times. And I think we get bombarded. Like I know I've had to really limit the amount of news I can watch in a day because mm-hmm. it will send me quite easily to a place of feeling just overwhelmed and almost like there's hopeless, you know, and it's hard to, like, how do we impact it? How do we, how do we make a difference? How do we help? How do we, you know, mm-hmm. how do we still shine? in this kind of moment, you know, we have self-care, you can have good boundaries, but sometimes this collective outside of us, you know, we're just getting fed a, a steady diet of fear, you yep. know, yes. in our, in our in the media. And, yep. and it makes it hard to feel like we can affect change. And I think, you know, when we can shine, that helps to ease a little bit of the collective heavy that we're all dealing with. We are affecting change when we shine. And I love how you said, because that was sort of on my brain as well, the diet that we feed ourselves. Yes, it's good to stay informed. It, it is. I don't really watch news that much, but I have noticed that I need to, I want to check in and see how what's going on in that part of the world. I have not been to Ukraine, but I've been to Poland and uh, it's just heartbreaking. And um, I think that when we go into the fear, we're not useful. We're not, we can't be who we truly are and what's needed for those people that are going through horrific time, a horrific time right now. And, you know, when we do come home to ourselves collectively, if we all practice this, we would uplift a lot of things happening. And it's not about being in denial of it. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but you do really have to, in order to be in the vibration that you need to be in order to confront even the news about this, you have to check your diet. And it's not just about the food you bring into yourself or the fluids that you bring into yourself, but it's the the news and the, the people that you bring into your life. Um, when we have those moments of feeling hopeless or overwhelmed or that we can't affect change that we aren't able to impact this we can 
It might not be on a large scale, but it's our everyday choices, the causes we choose to support. Mm -hmm. There are ways we can find, though maybe small, maybe what all we can give to, you know, those reputable charitable organizations that are working to help the people in the Ukraine right now. Like if you're able to give $5, $10 to a cause that you feel good about, that's making, that makes an impact. It may not feel like it's a huge impact, but it's still Mm -hmm. an impact. The way we choose to show up, spreading, you know, awareness that's helpful and not completely fear induced, I think can be super helpful. And just, again, the choices we make and how do we support being our authentic self in a way that feels helpful and good to our communities, to the collective, right. you know, those are, those are things we always, I think when we're able to shine, when we make space, when it feels hard is when we reminds us that hope mm-hmm. is always there. The hope for peace, the hope for, you know, change, the hope for things to get better. Oh, that's beautifully said. And going back to what you said before about, you know, not sending, um, I think it's so, it's a tough one because, you know, I started my uh, healing path with Reiki and it was always sending and I didn't necessarily need to ask permission. But what I found as I started to engage in more shamanic practices is that um, the way I am dealing with this tragedy in Ukraine and also the pandemic and all the other things that are happening, say things with quotations, um, is that I try to sit and breathe out all of my worries and cares. And then I inhale and I go into my heart and I see it as perfect, healthy, good, Uh, I see it resolved, the problems resolved. And there is, um, you know, transfiguration, again, going back to that, there is scientific measurements of how that can affect change. Yeah, I think Sandra demonstrates that really well in her book, Medicine for the Earth. Right. If anyone is looking for something to read on that. She does. She uses a GDF machine that measures transfiguration before and after. And she looks at the energy field of blueberries, water, a person. Uh, So it's quite intriguing. Um, And I know there's a saying, you know, it's, it's more than sending thoughts and prayers. And this isn't really thoughts and prayers. This is really holding the highest good in your heart for a person, you know, whether they're sick or ill or uh, whether someone's struggling and, and it can be used for an entire group, a demographic of people as well. Um, so that's something to think about. Yeah. And again, these are like, these are the, one of those little practices that you can add to your daily of like, how am I affecting, how am I impacting, how am I trying to hold on to that hope and see the good? Because when we're able to shine and be in our light, I think it's easier to see the good that's still out there. Like I love the happy newspaper mm-hmm. because... I love reading a newspaper that's all about happy news from all over the world. And it's just the highlight <laughs> of my day when that just shows up. I'm like, yes. Um, it's a, you know, there's lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw um, a Ted talk about uh, cynicism and how it doesn't actually help situation and thinking positive. Isn't just about uh, ignoring the problem, but thinking positively and it actually creates change. It helps you survive. It helps you um, be in a place that you're actually more useful rather than being in this space of cynicism and not believing that there's hope. You're not useful in, in that space. So I, I thought it was intriguing. Yeah, it's interesting, right? The power of positive thought. 
It's not like you're trying to say, I don't mm-hmm. acknowledge there's a problem. There's like, okay, there's a problem. So what are right. constructive ways we could address, you know, address or look at this problem to resolve it or move forward and move through it. And that can be huge, just changing because it changes your vibration when you're in a, a place of having a more positive thought versus a negative thought, just as with speaking negative, harmful words has a lower vibration than mm-hmm. if we're speaking, loving, caring, positive words. Right. Yeah. I mean, we can go and talk about how negative words can actually do harm and that can cause what's called in shamanism intrusions and that can cause illness and localized pain. Uh, But thoughts are really important too. Especially if you're sending your thoughts somewhere, right? Like (laughs) you drive behind the really, you know, slow driver and you're in a rush to get somewhere and you're just like shooting little darts. of like "Ah!" (laughs) The power of the thoughts is, is important. It is. It is. So what does spirit have to say about shining our light during times of collective turbulence? My helping spirit shared with me that when the world feels heavy and dark is when it's most important for us to shine like stars in the night sky. When we shine, we illuminate the darkness, allowing us to hold the seeds of hope, hope for peace, hope for better times and new beginnings. And where you have hope, you have your light to guide you through the darkness and bring your light into the world. So beautiful. I love that, Ray. Well, thank you. <laughs> they, they were really on that one. How about you, Tina? So my helping spirits uh, said the truth of who we are or who you are is not dependent on the intense external energies this planet is navigating. The energies are changing at a rapid rate. And because we're all one and we are all interconnected, spirits, non-humans and humans alike are all changing with it. It may not be comfortable. However, it is also important to sink into and return to your own light as often as possible to feel secure and at home while the waves of change move through you and around you. That is the only difference between the spirit world and the human world. When we realize we are light, they said, we do not deviate from that understanding because we do not operate with the duality of the thinking mind. Center yourselves during the current tense energies in this dimension that you might find disempowering to your light. Navigate into your heart to know the truth of who you are. And from that place, shine. Beautiful. That's really beautiful. And we also have a journey prompt on our website. For those of you who know how to do a shamanic journey, um, you can just go to our website, shamansafterdark.com, and you can find it on our journey prompt page. So this prompt is, go to your helping spirits and ask to be shown the power of your light. Mm, Juicy. Beautiful. (laughs) I can't wait for people to um, even feel free to share that because... Um, everybody's experience is going to be different and also incredibly amazing. Um, so I'm excited to hear about that. So we hope that you'll join us next week where we'll be wrapping up our discussion about shining our light. We'll be taking you on a guided meditation free we'll be doing to practice this until next time. Keep on shining your light. Mm-hmm.